Okay, we're on Daf Nun. We're starting from the bottom line on Mem Testament Beis. We had mentioned there, Agav, the Gemara brought the Braiso. We were discussing an aloha of Marzutra. Marzutra had said that the aloha that says you collect the Ksubas Isha from Zibiris is only when you're collecting from Yisraimim. When you're collecting from the Baal himself, meaning when it's a get oriented ksuba, then Marzutra said you're going to actually collect from Bainanis. Okay. That was Marzutra's Svara. We tried to work it out from a few brises and Derek Agav, we brought from one brisa which seems to compare the halachas of Nizikin and the halachas of Balchoiv and the halacha of the Zibaris from the from the Ksuba Sisha all to the same thing. So we said it sounded like you're all collecting from him. The Mark came out, no, we're talking about over there in that case, we're collected from an Orif. We're collecting from a third party. And then after it was that the Chiyuv of the Mazik and the Chiyuv of the Balchoiv happens when the person's alive, whereas the Chiyuv of these of the Ksuba only happens when the person's dead. Uh, fine. The Gemara had asked, that's fine, that's a good shot in the Brisa, but the Maisa and Orev is not normally Meshabit himself, and Orev agrees, sort of, to back up the deal, but he's not really Mechayv himself money. The Gemara said, you're right, we're talking about a Kablon, and the Gemara said, we're talking about where he's doing it for his son, so he's Mechayv himself in all situations. So Derek Agav, the Gemara just brings the Psak Halach on that, the bottom line, Itmar, Orev Diksuba, Divriakol, Loi Meshabit. So if you have an Orev, which means that they never actually transferred the money, not a Kablon, so the Orev just verbally said that he's going to back it up. And we're talking about a case of a Ksuba, not a Balchoiv. So then Divriakol, Loi Meshabit. So even though he agreed, he only agreed to do that to make the wedding happen. We'll see in the Gemara in a second, the Svara. And therefore, Basof, if the Baal cannot pay up the Ksuba, the Orev is not Mechoiv to pay. However, says the Gemara on top, Kablon the Balchoiv, the the opposite case, which we've been talking about a case of a Balchoiv, where there's a real loss of money involved over there. Someone actually borrowed money, A. And B, he's a Kablon. Kablon means that the Kablon actually took the money from the Malva and gave it to the Loiva. So he's actually a physical middleman. That's why Rashi always explains it. So in that case, Divya called Meshavit. In that case, if the Loiva cannot pay up at the end, then the Kablon would definitely have to be Mechaev himself. What about the other two cases? Orev de Balchoiv. If he's an Orev, so he wasn't a Kablon. But we're talking about a case where there's an actual chayv, or kablon diksuba. There is a case of diksuba where there's no real chayv, but he was a kablon, as we said, he took some sort of mashkin and gave it to the isha and then brought it back. So he was somehow the middleman. So what happens in these cases? So pligi over here we have machloikis. Ikal maniyamar. One maniyamar says afagav de lesle nixe leleve mishdabin. Then all these cases, since at least you have, as we'll see in the gemara, you have at least one positive aspect. Either you're a kablon. Or, we're talking about a case of a Baal Chayv, then the, the Kablan, uh, or the Arif, whatever it is, by the Chayv, is definitely going to be Meshabit himself, even if, at the time of the loan, or at the time of the Ksuba, the person who was Mechayv with the money had no money. Which we said yesterday as far, that why would you Mechayv himself if you know that person has no money to pay back? It doesn't matter. As long as you're either talking about a case of a Chayv, or talking about a case of a Kablan, this man there holds you would be Mechayv. The other man never says no. Yes, if the person who was paying back the money at the time of the loan had money, so you really didn't expect to have to pay, but you are mechayev yourself to pay in some sort of situation where he loses his money. But if he never had money in the first place, then of course you were just doing it to be a nice guy. So we have machlekes, what do you do in these middle cases? What's the halacha? In all these cases, if you're Mechaev yourself, in one of these cases, we'll see exactly which case, even if the Loive or the Baal or whoever's Mechaev the money does not have money at the time when you agree to it, you're Mechaev yourself. Except, 
the extreme case where A, you're not a Kablan, you're an Orev, and B, you're not talking about a case of a Choy, if you're talking about a case, a case of a Ksuba, the Afak of the Lesley, Loy Mishtabit, Afak of the Isley, Loy Mishtabit, then no matter what, you would definitely not mishabit yourself at all. Why my time? And here's the key of the Osugya. Mitzvah diavid. The only reason you agreed on one hand to sign on the Ksuba or to be an Ari for the Ksuba is because you want to make the Chasa to go through. She wasn't willing to go through with the Chasa without it. So you're really doing it mitam mitzvah. You're not really being mishabit yourself. And v'lemidi chaser. In this case, it's not a chayv. It's not like anybody lent money and lost money. It's just the chayv that the husband has to the isha. So since you have two negative things, two things, reasons not to be mechayv, in this case, you're not mechayv at all. But as long as you have one of these positive points, either that there's money involved that's really being lost, like by a bal chayv, or even if there's not, it's a ksuba, but he was a kablon of a ksuba, and he actually transferred things back and forth, then in all those cases, you would be mechayv yourself, actually, and if the person can't pay up at the end, even if he can't pay up at the beginning, you would be mechayv to pay. That's the end of this point here, the Derek Agav point that we brought to, we were trying to answer up this price, so to Marzutra. Back to Marzutra's point. Marzutra's point was that when the Mishnah says Ksubas Isha is busy virus, that's only when you're collecting from Yusayimim. When you're not collecting from Yusayimim, when you're collecting from the Baal himself because it's Bitam Get, then you would collect from Bainanis. Amr Ravina, Ravina says, I can prove to you that Marzutra is wrong. Toshma. What does the Mishnah say? Meikara detecting. What is the reason for the whole Takana? Because it said, Yosimimimasha Ish Reitzet Lisa, Isha Reitzet Linase. More than the man wants to marry the woman, the woman is desperate to marry the man. And if she's desperate to marry the man, we don't have to give her any more than Zibarius. We could just give her the least amount. She's willing to take anything. Yes, we want to make sure she has exuber so she's protected, but she's more than willing to take even the slightest amount of land. So if that's the Svarah, Vizokodaitech Miyasmi, if we're only talking about from collecting from Yisaimim, so then the reason you're getting really, according to Marzutra, when you collect from him, she gets Bainanis. When you collect from Yisaimim, you get Zibiris. Why? Not because of this Svar of desperation of the Yisha to get married. Just because from Yisaimim, you always collect from, from Zibiris. That's what we'll see in the Gemara in a minute. So I'm Yisham for you. So the Mishnah should have said the reason Ksubasisha is Zibiris by Yisaimim is because they're Yisaimim. Nothing to do with the desperation of the man or the woman. So to Yifta, the Marzutra, to Yifta, you see from the fact that that was the Svar, which we actually meant to mentioned already yesterday. If that's the Svar, then that Svar makes no difference whether we're talking about collecting from Yisaimim or from 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 the husband himself, and either way, you're going to collect according to that town at Zibaris. We had the other town of Rameir. Rameir Lamaisa argued and said, always make subsidies, you collect Bainanis. And we said, that's Mishum Chena, because he said there's another reason that says we want to make her more attractive to the financially to the man. So, this runs in both directions. But Lamaisa, the Machlaikis is going to be both, rather, regardless of whether we're talking about from the assignment or we're talking about from the person himself, you're going to be, you're going to be collecting from Zibaris. So Mazutra said as follows. He said, So you have a We said, anytime you collect from Yisayim, you collect from Zibiris. That's what we said. But he said, What about if the Shtar Befeir says that you're collecting from idiots? Okay, so you can negotiate anything you want up front. If a person borrows money, and the person negotiates that the Malv is going to be able to collect idiots, even though Balchayv is normally Bebeninus. If he negotiates idiots, he negotiates idiots. That's fine. When the person's alive. But if the Leva dies, and now the Malv is collecting from the Yisaymimim, now what do you do? Do you say that Yisaymim always is the buyers? Or do you say, no. Here the Shtar Beferish says idiots. 
So it says by Zuchi Bredu of Nachman, Shtachai Beretzah Yisamim, Afo Pisha Kosovo Shvach, even though it says you should collect from the best fields, a strange Lashem, but that's what it means according to Rashi, Eina Goyve Elmer Zibaris. The halacha of Yisamim collecting Zibaris overrides everything, even overrides what it says Beferish in the Shtar. I'm Rabbi, I'll prove it to you. Take that. The Bachayiv Dinim Bebeinis. Every normal Bachayiv. Even though it doesn't say anything, we know the halacha is you collect from Bainanis, as we said. So, and yet, when it's a Yasum, when you're collecting from the, the children of the Levi, you collect from Zibaris. So, you see that the din of Zibaris to Yasmi overrides everything else. So, you're also, even if it says Beferish and Shariris, it's overridden. Amalei Rav, or Rav says, no, Rabbi. Hachi The fact that by a regular Chayv, you normally collect from Bainanis, and you certainly collect from Zibaris, is not. Because the din of Yisraelim overrides everything else. Why? I'll prove it to you. Hachiashta. Balchoiv dina midaraisa bezibayris. Says, well, if you actually think about it, the din that we said that Balchoiv collects from Bainanis is not a din daraisa. That itself is only a din darabonan. How do you prove it to you? Because midaraisa collects from Zibayris kedu'ula. Like Ula explained. Dumber Ula. Dvartar Balchoiv is bezibayris. Shenemar, the Pasik says, when you go to get a mashkin, it says, Bachutz tamoid, you should stay outside the Malva is not allowed to go into the Leiva's house. And the Leiva brings out the Mashkin to give it to the Malva. Now, when the, if it's up to the Leiva, what he's going to choose is a Mashkin. What's he going to choose? The cheapest thing, obviously. Okay, that's no question. And therefore, on a Daraisa level, it's not talking about Karka, obviously, that's talking about a Metalton of a Mashkin, but the concept that we see from the Torah, that the Leiva can give the cheapest thing he wants. And therefore, Midaraisa says Rava, Balchayv is busy bayers, but Matamarim Balchayv Bainus. Why did they say that we bump it up to Bainus? Because they show it to no doubt, but if they love it, because we saw people were not lending money. If people were not lending money, we have to encourage the Malvik to lend money. So we tell them if you lend the money, you'll be able to get the Bainus. We said the idiots we don't want to let him have, because the idiots said he's going to lend money in a predatory manner and try to get the fields away. So we don't give him the idiots, but we at least give him the Bainus. But that itself is only a Dindra Bonan. Oh. So the Gabi Yasmik Rabbanadaraisa. So then I understand that if the Malva's not collecting from the Levi, he's collecting from the Yusaimim, since we're going to be making on Yusaimim, we'll see why in a few minutes. Therefore, we're going to say we're going to go back to the Dindaraisa of Balchoiv, which itself is really Zibiris. So we're not overriding a Dindaraisa because of the Yusaimim, says Rava. We're actually overriding a Dindarabanan and going back to the real din daraisa by Yusaimim. That's an amazing Allah. And therefore, says Rava, Elohacha, and therefore, says Rava, if you have a star where it's pre-negotiated in the star that it's going to be idias by a balchayv, which means daraisa, it's idias, then that does not get overridden by the din of Yisaimim. So we have over here a fundamental machlek is a bay of Rava in the din of Yisaimim. What? Okay, hold on. Let me just repeat it. Abaya says Yisaimim is always from Zibaris, no matter what. Rava says Yisraelim is only from Zibaris in a situation where Daraisa would have been Zibaris, but we changed it for some other reason. But if Daraisa, it's Bainanis, or Daraisa, it's Idias, Yisraelim also are going to pay that same thing. Which means, as we'll see in the Gemara in a second, by Hezek, where we say you collect Meitav Karmer, Meitav Yisader, Meitav Karmishan, Daraisa, according to Rava, Yisraelim would pay also Idias. Whereas according to Baya by Hezek, Yusayimim pay Zibiris. So we have a massive machlaikas here, Baya Varova, if this din of Yusayimim collecting media applies to Hezek at all. It says, Mother Rava, Vatani Avram, it's an interesting name, Avram Chazor, Ain Ephraim Nixay Yusayimim, Elam Zibiris, Afilo Ain Izakin. 
Avram Chazal seemed to say that this halach of Zibaris applies even by Hezek. Vani Zokin Dinim Rais Vidyas, that we said, Meitav Sadeir, Meitav Karmi Sham, that's for sure the Raisa. So the Raisa is Mashwa that the Yisraim Din overrides the Din the Raisa like Abaya. So we know. When this price is said idiot, it didn't mean idiot as opposed to Zibaris. That's clear. You play him in idiot. We had a discussion with Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva. What does that mean, idiot? Does that mean the best that the Mazik has? Or does that mean the best that the Nizik has? And you can be Mekel. And we said, even though Rabbi Shmuel said, but there I see you do, but the Nizik. You do, but the Mazik. By Yishmael, we go back to the Din. And we say he goes better than Nizik, not by the Mazik. So that's all we're saying. When he said that you collect from the Zibaris, he didn't mean real Zibaris. He meant Zibaris of the Mazik, which is actually the idiots of the Nizik. Right? So he says, Kugan Chai said, Idiots, the Nizik is Zibaris, the Mazik. Rabbi Shmali, don't remember the Raisa, but the Nizik Shamino. Take an oil, take your rabbanon, but the Mazik. The Gabiyasmi, Rabbanon, the Raisa. But in a Chanami. According to Rava, even by Yisraelim, by Hezek, you pay Meitav. You pay idiots. Which idiots? Okay, we'll let you pay the idiots of the Nizik, not the idiots of the Mazik. But you're still paying idiots. And we have another price. But Tanya really has it. You saw. Ain't a firm Nixi Yisraelim and Mazibaris. Again, we only collect the Mazibaris. The Thilu Hain idiots. Sounds like you're saying, even though there are idiots, and even though you're supposed to pay idiots, you pay Zibaris. Not like Rava. It sounds like Abaya. No. Maya Filohenidi is this is all part of the Kashim, sorry. Maya Filohenidi is Laf Afaka of the Siva Idias Bishtara, even though it says Idias, you collect Zibiris, Samaloi. My Idias, Shafoi Idias. We're talking about a very interesting case. What happens in a situation where you do a Hezik and you're supposed to pay Idias, and before the Mazik goes and pays, his Idias gets destroyed. Destroyed in a manner that it's never going to be restored. So his best field is gone now. What happens? At the time, now, if that happened before he did the Hezek, then of course he just pays his next field, whichever his idiot is. It's fine. But here is real idiot that he had at the time of the Hezek was destroyed. Now what do you pay? So it says the Gemara, in this case, Kedorava, Damarava, his Zibaris, whatever you damage doesn't matter, gave him an idiot. Of course, Hezek, we said, you pay from the, the idiot. Idiot and Nizik, idiot the Mazik, whatever it is. Shafoy idiot, if the idiot gets destroyed, you have a number 10 field. We have to be careful in the numbers here. So you have a, a 1 field, a 3 field, a 5 field, and a 10 field. Okay. So you had a 10 field. It's the best, best idiot. That's what you should have been paying. It got destroyed before you had a chance to pay back. So now you have a, chance, a choice to pay back your f- one field, which is the junk, the three field, which is your bainanus, or the five field, which is now your idiots. Says Rava, goivim in The truth is, says Rava, in this case, if your idiots got destroyed, you don't have to pay idiots or bainanus. You don't have to pay the five or the three. Really, I'll pay din The din of metav goes away, and you pay your zibayers. Midrabana, and we bump you up to your bainers. We tell you you should pay your three field, but you definitely don't have to pay your five field. And again, over here, if we're talking about collecting from the Yusayim of the Mazik, then they can go to the Raisa. If their idiots got destroyed, then they can pay their cheapest field. But in Echanami, says Rafa, if we're talking about a case where they had the idiots, even the Yusayim would have to pay idiots. So, massive machlaikis will be between Rafa and Abayim. Now, not so simple. Why? Why? We never actually discussed why this halacha is. Why? From Yusayim, we're collecting for a Bachay, we said you collect Zibiris. From a Hezek, maybe Zibiris, maybe not. But why? Why are we being makel so much by Yusayim? 
says my boy of Achduvoy Bar Ami. You say him Shomer Ketanim or Efilu Gedaylim, and this is the crux of the Nafkamina, which is when we say the word you say him, do we mean you say him Ketanim who are unable to be Mesasik in their father's Nechasim? They're just young, so they don't really know what's going on. Or are we talking about even Gedaylim? But the fact that they are not the Malva, uh, they are not the Loiva, they are not the Mazik, therefore they pay less. Why? Not less, but fields quality less. What's the issue? Takanti Gabi It's a special takanti to protect them. This is one side. So look at So the whole idea of protecting them is by kids who are unaware of what their father's business dealing is, and therefore that protection would only apply by ketanim. If the yisraelim are gedolim, then they'd have to pay the regular amount, like the, the regular quality, like their father did. Remember, let's go back to the case. We just explained that, but really, a balchayv midaraisa should be zibayus. Really, it's zibayus. Midrabanan shaloi tinel dalis lefnei lavan, so that people lovin, so that people should not stop lending money. We encourage the malva to lend money. We tell them you should get minabenis now. So you tell him, don't worry, lend all the money you want, because worst case scenario, he can't pay up, you'll be able to collect his medium quality field. Is the Malva ever nervous in that case that the Loiva is going to die and I'm going to have to go collect from the assignment and therefore I'm not going to lend him money? No. Because the odds of him dying are low, you know, we're not talking about someone who's older or Shimir or something like that, let's assume. And therefore the Malva doesn't really take that into consideration. He's focusing on, I'm going to collect it from the person who I bar- lent the money to. And that's what his real focus is. In which case... If there's no din of Shalotino Delis of Nailovin, then we can go back to the din Daraisa of collecting from Zivirus, even by Yusemim Gedalim. Because the whole reason why we bumped it up to Bainanis is Shalotino Delis. Shalotino Delis doesn't apply by Yusemim. I'm not going to, the Bible's not going to say, well, I'm not going to lend him money because maybe he'll die and then I have to do it. You just don't think like that. You don't think that far out. And therefore, we can go back to the din Daraisa, but that would apply to Gedalim as well. Now, What's interesting here is, on this side of the Gemara, this is only a svara by Balchayv. This is not a svara by Hezek. Okay? This the svara does not make any sense whatsoever by Hezek. So on this side of the Gemara, according to what Abayah said before, Abayah said you always collect Vizibayres by Yisoyimim. But that, since now we're talking over here, it's, there's no Tilanodelis over here. It's only a question of the Takana. So on the side of Takana, that would be true by Ketanim. If it's not a Takana issue, then Abayah's halacha that you collect Vizibayres by Hezek is only by a case of Balchayv, not by a case of Hezek, and therefore would not apply, it would apply only to Ketanim, not Gedolim. Gedolim we don't have to protect. Only Ketanim we have to protect. And therefore by Gedolim, Abaya would be Moida, that from Yisraelim you could collect from, from the, from the Ilias, because there's no reason to protect them. Just an interesting point, how these two sugnists connect. How do we pass in Tashma? Netanya Abaya Kashisha, the older Abaya, Yusayim Shem Gedolim, and Sarek Lame Ketanim. This halacha applies to everybody. Now, that halacha that Abaya Kashisha was talking about was talking about a case of a Shvua. Right? The normal halacha is whenever you're collecting from Yusayimim, the person who's normally the person, uh, if you're made of a mixtas, whatever, has to make a Shvua. Over here, whenever you collect from Yusayimim, you have to make a Shvua. Because we say the Yusayimim don't necessarily know what's going on in their father's estate, so we map over the Shvua on the person doing the collecting. Whenever you collect from Yusayimim, you have to make a Shvua. And that Shua says Abayah Kashisha applies whether the Yusayimim are Gedolim or the Yusayimim are Ketanim. So you see that they're the same. So what do you mean? When it comes to a Shua, I understand you have to swear to all Yusayimim. But this halach of Zibaris, is it a protection issue or is it something else? The Hilchasa. 
Yisayim Shem Gedoy Levein Tzarech Lemer Ketanim Bein L'Shvua Bein L'Zibayris Right, so it's not a protection issue, it's a Leitinel Delis issue. Well, Leitinel Delis issue we just said is fine, so by a Chayv you would collect Zibayris from all Yisayim. But by Hezek, where there is no din of Tinel Delis, then maybe we protect the Ketanim, but we're not going to protect the Gedoy Therefore, even according to Abayah, from Yisayim of Hezek, you collect Zibayris, you could collect idiots, only from Yisayim of Ketanim, by, you would not collect the idiots. Next halach we had the mission. We said, The whole idea that you could collect from money, from a field that was sold out, is only if there's no money by the leiva. If the leiva has money, not. Now you have to keep track of, of what's going on over here. So, like, the leiva borrowed money, and now the leiva went ahead and sold the field. Okay, he sold the field to Ruvain. Reuven just buys the field. He doesn't, you know, maybe he did a title check and saw that there was a lien. Maybe he didn't. And therefore, Reuven has now a field. All of a sudden, comes along some malva of the, of the, of this, of the loiva and says to Reuven, give me that field back. Right? Reuven's like, well, what are you talking about? So, okay, so this is why we have an idea called the title search, where you're supposed to be able to check and know when you purchase a field what the deal is. Is there liens on this field that are going to predate my purchase and I'm going to get in trouble? So now says the Gemara has this work. So barami What about if Ruvain did not purchase the field from the Leiva? What if Ruvain got it as a present from the Leiva? Do we protect him in that case as well that you cannot take it away from him if the Leiva has cash available? So The whole reason we say that, you know theoretically, theoretically, even if the Leiva has money. The Malva can go to the Lekuchas and say, I want that field. Because what's the difference? I have a lien on everything. I had a lien on everything the Leiva owns. He sold a field to you. I like that field. I want that field. Theoretically, he could do that. Chazal said you can't. Because on some level, we need to protect the people who are buying fields so that we have business deals. Otherwise, no one's ever going to buy a field. So you, the deal is, you can go ahead, the, the, the Lekuch will purchase a field from the Leiva, Assuming that he knows that the Leiva has tons of cash available anyways, so even though there's theoretically a lien on this field, Lamaisa, I know the Leiva has plenty of money in his bank account, so I'm not worried about it, I'm willing to go buy the field. If you would lose that field under all circumstances, nobody would ever buy a field, because they would be afraid it's going to be taken away. So that's a protection called Pseida de Lekuchas. So, Avamatana de Leka Pseida de Lekuchas So maybe that only makes sense when someone's buying a field. You're buying a field, we want to protect you, so that there's business deals going on. But when you get it as a present, why do we have to protect you? Too bad. You got it as a present. Thank you. Lamai said there was a lien on it. You lose the field. In all circumstances, even if the life has cash. Or, I can look at it this way. Why am I giving it? Why is the life giving a matana to this makabo matana? When you give a present to someone, it's because they did something for you. You scratch my back, I scratch your back. We do, we do favors for each other. We give presents. So, when I'm giving you a present, it's actually part of a business deal. Does, does not, it's not an actual business deal, but it's part of a, gro- a global business deal. Therefore, maybe we want to protect the Makabal Matana in all situations. So is there a din by a Makabal Matana that he also can only gives up the field if the Leva has no cash, but if Leva has cash not, or do you say he loses it no matter what, if, he, if, the, if the Malva wants? Someone like Rakashish with Chistovash, listen to this case. Toshma. Shemira is dying. Now, we're not talking about a matna shemira. Okay? He's dying, and therefore he's saying this, but it's not a halachic matna shemira. And he says as follows I have a lot of money. I want you to give 200 zuz to this guy. The gimel is the plenty, 300 to the other guy. The dama is the plenty, 400 to this guy. So 400, 300, 200. But it's actually 200, 300, 400. Okay? Now, 
Turns out he owes money. He had chayfus. So the Baal Chayf comes in and wants to collect the money. Who does the Baal Chayf collect from? The 200, the 300, the 400, all of them, just the 400, like maybe the last guy should have to take off because Definitely. the first two guys are taken care of already. First, the 200 says, why do you collect from me? When I, when, I, when I got my 200, there was still 700 left. The 300 guy says, why are you collecting from me? When I took my money, there's still 400 left. Everybody, they, the first two guys say, go only to the last guy. Says the Brysa. You don't say that. Since he gave them all as one big present. He said, give 200, give 300, give 400. Didn't necessarily say it in any sequential order per se. Then we say that anybody who has a chayv on them comes and collects from all of them evenly. What does that mean, evenly, Rashi says? You take how much money is owed, you divide it up into nine parts, and one pays two parts, one pays three parts, one pays four parts. In this case, it's two, three, four. Okay, this gets into the whole discussion we had in Ksubis about Professor Uman and how you split up chayvas. Fine, leave that discussion for Ksubis. But if the Shemirah says, give 200, pause. Now, after you've given the 200, now give 300. And then, so now each matan is totally separate. So then, the, uh, then, then you go first collect from the 400 guy. If there's no more, then you go go back. But if first you go to Mr. 400. If it's not enough, now, that's the Bryce. Says the Bryce, wait a second. We're talking about Makabu Matona. We're discussing whether a Makabu Matona is protected. If you hold a Makabu Matona is not protected, then in all situations, the Balchayv can go to the 200 guy. What's the difference? Everybody's just a makabah batana. They're not protected. Go on anybody you want. For the fact that you see, not like that. You see, you go to the last guy. So you see, we are protecting. We protect them. And you go to whatever cash is left before you come back to me. Could be this case is different. Why? Maybe this case is a chayv. Of a tenu comer, tenu sounds like it's a present. Tenu bechayvi. No, he meant give it as part as a payment for chayvi. They all actually were bali chayv, and therefore, if they're all actually bali chayv, they are all going to be protected. So if it's a bali chayv, then you have you have a document who owes who when. So it goes back to the original dates. So what are you questioning over here? So medalekashtar. No, it was all milval pet. So we don't know when exactly when anybody started. The best we can do is based when you're paying it off. Of a Bishtar it said whoever's dates is earlier. No, Bishtar Pakanta. That means in the Shtar of the of the Tzava. But in terms of when the original halva happened, we don't know. But this case is talking about what's halva, and therefore by halva it's like a mecher, and you're for sure protected. <laughs> you know what it says over here? Really, they're not protected. And really he can go back and collect from the two hundred guy. But remember when he collects from the two hundred guy. Right? If the Balchayv comes and collects from Mr. 200, Mr. 200 then is going to go collect his money from Mr. 300. And Mr. 300 is going to collect that money from Mr. 400. So all it meant was when you collect from the last guy, it doesn't really mean you collect from the last guy. It means the last guy gets it in the pants. Okay? He loses his money. But it could be really that the Balchayv went to Mr. 200. But he's going to go collect from that. So we don't necessarily see if there is protection here or not. And that's proportionately from what they got? No, that's what I'm saying. Since it happens sequentially, not. If it happened as one unit, then it's proportional. If it happened sequentially, then the whole idea was, I'm leaving it over to the next guy. Or we could be talking about a case where everybody has Beninus, where everybody has Ibeus. In which case, then for sure, there's going to be no protection because there's nothing to protect from because it's all the same. 
Next halach. We said in the Mishnah that even though if I sell you a field and the field gets taken away because the field was stolen, so I sold you a stolen field, and the field gets taken away, then of course you come collect from me money, and you can collect from my Mishabadim. You can even collect from fields I sold to somebody else. I mean, those were legitimate, right? Because you have an actual lien on me, because part of any star is a chrayis, part of that chrayis is a lien on the field. Okay. But if you, after you purchased the field from me, the stolen field, you invested in the field, so you, you plowed the field, you, you bought, uh, you had to, you know, buy fertilizer, and fruit started growing in the field, and then comes the guy who was, uh, was stolen from the original bias and takes the whole business away. So now you, the lekeach, come to me, the gazlan, and you say, you owe me money. Okay, what do I owe you? Well, I paid you $500 for the field. $500 for the field, no problem. I owe you that money. You could collect from my mishubadim, even fields that I had sold out, other things. That's a total chayv you have on me, you could collect. You also owe me, the 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 Lekech says you also money the the value of the fruits and and he added value that the field went up while it was in my hands how much is that thousand dollars okay thousand dollars that I say go collect from Mishabadim Mapitom says the mission you cannot collect from Mishabadim that money if the the Nick Gazlin in this case has cash you can collect from him but to go collect from fields that he sold beforehand that you're not allowed to do why not. That's what Misha says. Achilles Paris and Mazen Ishavabonis, any money that you owe for child support or alimony, that also you cannot collect from Mishubadim. Why not? Mor says two very important reasons. Remember, the whole idea here is, is that we assume when someone purchases a land from you, they do a title search. And when they do a title search, they understand that there's risk because you owe money to people. So there's risk. And therefore, if you have no money, they know they have to give up their field. But if this money that you owe is not documented, if it's not documented and people are unaware of it, then a title search doesn't help. No one's going to know that that money is outstanding. And then when that guy bought, the fee, bought a field from you, he didn't know that you owed this money. It's not fair to make him responsible for that. And therefore, it says, well, here, when this extra money that you owe for the crops, or extra money you owe for the extra fertilizer, or the alimony, or all these things, says the Gemara, those things are unknown. People are unaware. They can't find out about it. And if they can't find out about it, it's not fair to make them responsible for it. I understand it doesn't have to be actually written. The key here is not a halacha in writing. It's a halacha in being known. So money you owe because you sold a stolen field. That, it's not, if it's not written down, nobody knows about it. Fine. But everybody knows you were married. And everybody knows you have kids. And everybody knows you got divorced. And everybody knows that therefore you have alimony and child support payments. So even though it's not written down, everybody's aware of it. And if everybody's aware of it, then you should be able to collect those things from Mr. Badam because the guy who bought the field knows. Says the Gemara. V'hob. And still you can't collect from a Shabbat. Why not? He should have been aware. I'll tell you why. The original Takana that you could collect, alimony and child support, is Chazal originally said you can never collect from a Shabbat. You know why? Because everybody has been married and everybody owes child support and alimony payments or theoretically if they're divorced or whatever it is. And therefore... If we allow them to collect from Mishubadim, even though everybody knows about it, no one's ever going to want to buy a field. Because everybody owes money to some, to some woman somewhere. 
Okay? And therefore, to protect the integrity of the business system, we said alimony payments and child support payments can never collect from Mishabadim so that people will buy fields comfortably. Because it's unaware, people don't know about it. So the first shot in the Gemara is that we're doing it over here, that it has to be that the person is aware when he purchased the field that he can know and do a title search and be aware. No, it's not the issue. The issue is not the awareness issue. The issue is a much more fundamental issue. And therefore, the issue is, it's an unlimited amount of money. Even if I'm aware, maybe, but it's an unlimited amount of money. I don't know how much I'm exposed to risk. Right? Anybody who does a business deal, when you buy something, it's okay. A, okay, you do a title search, and then you find out he owes money. Well, if he only owes $50, I'm okay. I can buy the field. It's worth a million dollars. Worst comes worst, I'll take $50 away from me. But if he has an unlimited outstanding loan, whatever that means, so I'm, never gonna, I'm, I'm not going to want to buy such a field. Now, paying back fruits or investment that he did in a stolen field, or paying back... Child support and alimony are unlimited amount. It's not. It's there's no there's no limit to that exposure. And if we let you collect that from a shubadim, no one's ever going to want to buy a field. So it's not a question of him knowing. It's a question of, even if he knows the chayra, it's going to be unlimited exposure. And therefore, he says the issue is it's ain't a ketsuvin. Now, what does he mean by that? So if he says the question is knowing the exposure, how much you're exposed, does that mean it has to be known also? And ketsuvin? What if it's a fixed amount, but it's not written down? Rashi says, classic case, Rashi says, what about Milval Peh? If you have a Milval Peh where it's not written down, so nobody necessarily knows about it, you can't unless you do a title search, but it's a very fixed amount of money. So what Rabbi Chanina said fixed, did he mean both? That it has to be written down and therefore everyone's aware of it and a fixed amount of money? Or was he only focusing on the fixed amount of money? We're not sure. We'll see more tomorrow.